0: just finger gunned me right into the parking lot. I said, oh, okay. So this is how it's oh, going to be solid backup. Chris has been shitting on oh, the wall oh, all year. God, this guy apologized. You're to put him in double-digit goals He couldn't even get off the plane properly. He got hurt right, off the, <laughs> right yet, off the step. But yet you're making love videos for Robbie Robinson. No question
1: about it. I am ready to get hurt again. Chris, the Herons are back. Welcome everyone to episode number 41 of the battered herons podcast i am your host daniel granada alongside me as always is mr kbd chris duran
0: himself how are you doing sir i'm great baby it's wu wednesday <laughs> it's ted lasso Day. wednesday right Ooh, i forgot about that ted lasso so, is back I, I mean i haven't watched it right because that's a little family thing and you know it's been it, 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 the sun is coming down later shit's all crazy i haven't gotten to watch it but It is a Ted Lasso Wednesday as well. So I'm, you know, Wednesdays are cool now. All right. And then
1: we're coming off our first loss, but we have another game in the frigid cold up in Canada coming up against Toronto FC. So we have a very special guest. We got my man, Italy Jet of Let's Talk Sports. He is uh, a big uh, Toronto FC fan, used to have a Toronto podcast, and he joins us now to talk a little Toronto. how are you doing, Italy? I'm doing well. Great to be here. I'm excited
2: for this weekend, excited for, uh, you know, Jets and TFC. And we'll see what happens this weekend, man. It's going to be interesting.
1: Yeah, for sure. And um, I mean, obviously, we're going to start getting into this, but real quick to get into with you, I see that you're rocking a nice little hat there from a championship season 2017. And I also see that you have a very familiar name back there in the back <laughs>
0: corner. Who is that I see in the back over there? A little Pozuelo action. <laughs>
2: there you go. Yeah, Poz- I so, um, one of my friends actually uh, got that. Got that for me. Um, he was in. Actually, he was in Canada, and he um, he got it from the Toronto FC shop. He's one of my favorite players, and uh, yeah. And I also got he also got me insignia as well, and I love those guys. And I was heartbroken when he left, but I get it. So it is well,
1: what it is. That, that- that was actually my next question is how did you feel once he came to Miami? Like, did you, I never really got to talk to anybody from Toronto when that move happened? Like we're heartbroken that he left now, but you had him for
0: a while. So how did you feel when he left? Listen, I mean, we're both, we're, we're both basically scorned girlfriends here because he left <laughs> the both of us,
2: right? Yeah, exactly. Two X's now in the rear view mirror. Uh <laughs> You know what I was really upset. I know we all were upset as well, but I we understood. I mean, we were going in a different direction and our GM was just awful. You know, it it was going in not a good direction, so I understand why that yeah. he got traded. Um and I understand why that that happened. Unfortunately, he had a great seasons with us. MVP w- one year and I, and now I'm like, okay, went to enter. He did okay, but now he's in Turkey now. Wishing the best of luck. But, yeah, I I, I could speak for all Toronto FC fans and me that we were upset.
1: Now, he left because you had an influx of Italians, right? I'm sure you loved it, right? You're Italian, (laughs) So we had the influx of Italians. Yes. Let's start off. Let's start talking about this season. Insigne hasn't Mm -hmm. played the last two games. What's going on with him?
2: Um, so he will be out three to four weeks, as we know. His first scan was not that it, it that didn't really show up all, all the way on his leg, and now they're getting a second opinion. Now, and um, it looks like now he's still gonna be out three to four weeks. So that's what Bob Bradley said last week and this week. So now, now, we're, now it's a waiting game to see when he comes back. Now, remember, as as we all know, when Signet. C- came to toronto he was still had that injury right there it wasn't a hundred percent so we're thinking maybe that he you know re-injured it again and it's just more headache on that left side
0: well and i'll tell you this much as as far as a fan looking from the outside at toronto Mm -hmm. i've always been scared of that team the moment that they got his and bernadecci and i In the beginning of the season, I really thought that Toronto was going to be on another level, like entering into a completely different chamber. Yeah. So I see, I see he goes down. I think it was the first game, if I'm not mistaken. And I'm like, yes, sir. Yes, sir. That is not a good look for Toronto, my friend.
2: It is not because it's one of those things where, as Toronto FC fans and a content creator as I am. When one of those guys goes down, Bernadeschi or Insignate, it's not going to be good. One of them has to take on that 10 role, just like Bernadeschi has been doing, but you need some, but you need a co pilot. And that one, it's not good right now. So Bernadeschi has to work overtime.
1: Well, now that you brought up Bernadeschi, he had some comments after after Saturday's loss. Oh, no, I'm sorry, after Saturday's draw. He had some comments. Some people are thinking that maybe he was going at uh, Bradley indirectly, talking about he didn't like the style of play. What's going on with uh, Bernadeschi? You know what? I think he's
2: unhappy on both
1: levels. I think he's unhappy
2: with the coaching. I think he's unhappy with this team. We've had a very slow start. This was exactly the same thing as as what happened last year. We had a slow start, and it just got worse for us until Bernadeschi and Sydney kind of gave us life at at the end of last year. Now – bernadeschi is frustrated and rightfully so he is definitely I think going after Bob I think he's definitely going after his players to pick it up to get going because we're facing it's you guys and you guys are you guys are two and one correct two and yep. one it I yep. mean you're yep. a tough team you're a tough team to play to play against and we are desperate we're desperate for points right now
1: and a lot of people I, I, took it as maybe he wants out but I see it more as no, he's trying no. to fire everybody
2: up. Exactly, right. that's exactly what it is. It's just a firing up. He is frustrated. He did come from Champions League football, you know, with Juventus. He played on a good team now. They got their own issues, but now it's, um, you know, he went from that to MLS and he's he's at a kind of a young, young age. He's only like what in his late 30s. I mean, I'm sorry, sorry, late 20s, right? late 20 no, yeah. 29, 28, yeah, 29, 29, yeah. 29, something like that. So for MLS, you know, you're looking at anywhere between 31 and maybe 35 people that come to to MLS, especially from Italy. I think now people are even saying, "Did he come young? Is he? Does he not like the situation anymore?"
0: Maybe, maybe it feels like he's blowing away at his what opportunities. His prime, but opportunities right. he has out, out out overseas. And I really don't. I, I I understand people would say
2: that, and I understand people would go there. But I still think he loves this team. I think he loves the culture. I just think he, he knows what this team is capable of. And and and, th- and that's why I think he's frustrated. But I saw this coming. I'm going to be honest. I saw this coming because Bob doesn't hmm, – he's so frustrated. I talk about this to my friends all the time. He doesn't um, – he's always set in his ways, and he doesn't change things up. And finally, he kind of changed things up a little bit this last game, but I knew once this thing was happening, and Signe and Bruneski – we're going to change some things and i am not shocked that he felt like this
0: well and it's crazy because you got insignia and bernadeschi that they, they basically uh you know mm-hmm. were given the keys to the kingdom yes right or bernadeschi like like Th- s- thank like you steve so Capacito says bernadeschi listen bernadeschi I'm not good with names
2: too, Chris. I totally understand. <laughs> and and
0: so these guys were given the, the, the keys to the kingdom, right? Yes. And I gotta imagine that they appreciate it, mm-hmm. but at some yes, point you, you do have to you do have to show some frustration, and it may be like what you said that they're basically trying to plead for help or or, or just yes. kind of pump everybody up. I, yes. I, I can totally get that. And also, it's one of those
2: things, too, where our bench doesn't have that great a, de- a depth. We got young players on the bench, and, and but except like maybe uh, Vasquez, McNaughton, and O'Neill, and maybe our, yeah. our backup goalie and Romero. So those guys aren't like, you know, they're getting up their tw- tw- late 20s, 30s. But the rest of it is very young, and now we're out two strikers. So I totally understand they need to pop up this team the way it's been.
1: Bob Bradley gets a lot of shit. He does 24-7. And that man is always trading. They, they people people have wanted him out for a while, but it seems like I don't think they're gonna fire him midseason, right? They have a lot of respect for his son because Michael Bradley has been a foundational piece in Toronto. So because yes. of that, I, th- I don't. I think they'll keep him for the whole season. But what are what are Toronto FC fans saying about Bob Bradley?
2: I mean, it's kind of the same thing, what's been happening since last year. He is, he's set in his ways. He's not changing things up. He's not making things happy. A lot of them want him gone, but a lot of them are kind of waiting to see what happens because of the pieces that we have been bringing in. And I, it's going to get to mid season that, that, that we might be calling for his name. I i don't know. I don't think it's going to happen. Like you said, Daniel, because of Michael Bradley and I know Bob's got a great history, you know, I'm not knocking on his history. He's a great head coach, but we if we don't turn around, it's gonna be interesting.
0: And Michael Bradley, I mean, is he's gonna stick around? If if the if he's gone, I mean, y- I mean you might you might get the double edged sword right there.
2: I mean, if if, not- Vas- if if if, Va- if Vasquez came back, Vas Vasquez Vasquez, if he came back, I mean, then Bradley might be here in a in another year or two. But I definitely think he's running out of time. I think we should have at least let him go a year or two ago but i mean now that
0: bob's here it's like
2: oh well, okay you're a legend but what are you gonna do
0: well and it's weird because like me as a as like this new soccer fan i think of michael yeah. bradley and i'm like oh this is that guy that played for the usa played? and but no. he's not really that guy like he's, he's not just that guy anymore a guy not anymore. He's not anymore no not anymore but like to me i'm like ooh. Michael well,
2: Bradley and, and Chris, you bring up some great points. He was the dog, he was a dog, yeah. he was so good, but now it's like he's getting it, he's getting a little bit older, you know. He's not that guy what he used to be. I mean, <laughs> we put him on defense last year for crying out loud. So and, and now he's back in in the midfield now. And I mean, because we updated the defense, so I'm I'm happy with that, but yeah. It's, I think honestly, Bob's here and I think he's just a legend. And I think it's because he's just a great veteran to have on the team. And I think that's why they're not letting him go yet.
0: Listen, uh, to me, to me, what stands out, what's important, okay, and we're talking about important stuff here, okay. Mm-hmm. And I need to know what Michael Bradley's rating is in FIFA, okay, because that tells me everything because i am a fifa guy and it says he's a 70 right (laughs) like a silver all right that's not bad daddy Uh -uh. i'll take i'll take a silver michael bradley any day of the week
1: look he's he's a 70 but he's like he's in his mid-30s now like he's slow uh i'm not sure i i um I, i every time that it's a new season. I don't necessarily keep up with Toronto, but I checked to see if Michael Bradley's still there. And every year I'm surprised that he's still there. He is still there. there. But, you know, I guess you could do worse. Um, So we're three, three games into the season. Yes. And just to put things in perspective, before we start talking about this season, we're three games into the season. But if you count the last 13 games going into last season, you guys mm-hmm. haven't won a game since August 27th, I want to say, against Charlotte. So it's yes. the last 13 games, no wins, four draws, mm-hmm. nine losses. Goal yes. differential of negative 18. So you guys yeah. have basically been booty cheeks. How has this season looked so far, the first three weeks? I guess I'll just repeat what you've said, booty
2: cheeks. <laughs> it's, it's just... You know, we 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 improved in some areas, but we didn't improve in the main ones. We didn't get a backup striker, and our midfield is so thin. We yes. updated the goalie, we updated the defense, and we just got um Chris uh Chris, it's right here, Christian Christian Gutierrez off waivers from Vancouver. That's gonna boost a little bit for us, but at the end of the day, we're still thin at mid and forward. I mean, I mean like we're gonna talk about Kerr. Kerr is gonna is the guy, and he is gonna be our starter again. I really do believe that. But it's 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 thin. It's just thin. The depth is not there, and that needs to change. So if I'm gonna go, you said booty cheeks, it's because of the depth. it's the depth.
0: Well, and and there's a there's a question here from one of the viewers, but I just want to go over something while you kind of sort of uh ponder on the question that I just put on the screen. In the last three games, they lost to DC United 3-2, uh, yes. which I saw that game, and it was actually a little more competitive than I anticipated. Yes. And then you have Atlanta United, they tied with them, and then they tied yes. with Columbus Crew, which yes. is actually surprising because Columbus Crew is actually on the bottom, no, Danny? And and I anticipated yeah, Columbus, Columbus Crew to... Yeah, and Columbus Crew's good. And, mm-hmm. and they, yeah. they, they stuck around and tied the game... You know, what Columbus crew, uh, but like Steve Munoz asked here, he uh he wants to know if you could bring any Italian player from Serie A to join Toronto, who would you pick? Now I mean again, I watch MLS, I know about the Premier League. That's mm-hmm. about all it goes with my soccer encyclopedia. That's uh okay. I, who would you go with in Serie A to join Toronto? Because I guess we're just out there just hand-picking Italians to come over here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, mean, tr-
0: I mean, dude, I, when he said Italy FC, I,
2: I died. And my, and my wife was like, what are you laughing about now? I'm like, Noth- nothing, baby. You, you won't understand. Um, <laughs> but I, you know what? We've had a great reputation of bringing in Italian talent. I mean, look, uh, look at Sebastian Javinko. Um, and then, you know, we bring in Signe and Um, And then we have another Italian on that back left pa Pacquata, paquata, paquata, something like that. But overall, if if you if I had to pick a guy to bring back, I'm going to give you two. I want Gio to come back. Okay, that would be great. Just a where is he right now? Do you know he, where he is right now? Okay, so he is actually working at the academy in Toronto at Juventus. He's one of the coaches there. And that's it. That's it. That's what he's doing right now. But overall. Jovinko, J- yes. In the academy in Toronto for Juventus. They got an academy there, and that's what he's doing right now. For now. For now. I don't know if it's going to be something long-term. I heard it was short-term. So we'll see what happens. But um, I would bring him back. That would be amazing. I think all of us CFC fans want want that. But overall, I'm looking at the midfield depth. I'm looking at the midfield that we need midfielders, and I want Tanali T- from AC Milan. That would be wonderful. Is it going to happen? Probably not. But Tanali, I would love to get Tanali.
1: Uh, that's wild. I, c- I can't believe what that's you solid. just said about Jovenko. I can't believe what you just said about Jovenko. All right, so we, we're not, you're not getting Jovenko anytime soon, but you did get a couple of new acquisitions. I know you guys got Sean Johnson. Any new acquisitions that we should know about and prepare for this coming weekend? Um, things have been quiet. I know we're
2: trying to work around getting things, uh, in the forward and midfield depth. But right now, I can't. I can only see us signing maybe a couple people off waivers. Um, but, but oh, nobody, but
1: oh, nobody. This past off season, outside of Sean Johnson, that's of worth mentioning.
2: Oh, oh, I thought you meant just like this week. Are you talking no, about no, the off season no, like, or this week? Yeah, yeah. Over the over the off season. Oh, over the offseason. um, Well, we like I said, we we really updated our our defense, and once they start clicking, um, you know, you got Hedges, and then you have um, uh, it's the the Norwegian guy uh, Rosted. Rosted, he's a good pickup too. I I like him a lot, and then Paquata, I think he's going to do good. And I I just think we improved our goalkeeping as well. We got the we got the goalkeeper from L.A. as well. Well, Sean Johnson. Johnson. Yeah, oh, okay. No, 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 no. We, 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 we got another guy too. He's from the oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh Rome- I think it's R- Romero R- Romero, I think. And I liked him a lot. But overall, I like what the defense is gonna do. It's just we just need to get it together up there. But overall, I starting lineup is good, but our midfield and uh bench people need to get
1: yeah, because what from from everything I, my understanding so far this year, your midfield has has looked really weak. Exactly, and, and and up front, you guys are struggling to score. Um, and I was looking at the stats, right? Mm-hmm. And first game, D.C. got 10 shots off on you guys. Atlanta mm-hmm. got 17 shots off on you guys. And Columbus, 16 shots off. So they're finding holds and creating opportunities mm-hmm. to take shots. Shots yes. on target, maybe not. But they're finding areas to find shots. So like you said, maybe you guys updated and it's just going to take some time to gel. But as of right now, it's it's a work in progress from what I'm seeing.
0: Well, and and Danny, the thing is, if you really think about it, I mean, we just had a big player in Gregory go down, right? So you think, okay, we're getting shot. There's a lot of people getting shots off against them. But it kind of starts and ends in the midfield. No, I mean, they got to get there. I think they got to get up to the to, to the box at some point. And so if they're letting off shots against Toronto FC, I imagine that everything lends credence to what Italy's saying about the midfield being kind of suspect mm-hmm. because if the midfield suspect, then everybody's just weaving webs around them and letting yeah. off shots. But, but our midfield
1: is going to be suspect also. Cause Gregory's out. We don't know who's going to yeah. replace Motta because he's going to take yeah, gonna Gregory's a, spot. We're going to have a janitor right. out there. And, and on the <laughs> final third, and on the final third, we have Joseph, but, we haven't really been playing very brother, well on that John final brother. third either. So I'm I, i I'm, I'm not going to say that we look great either. But we have striker issues because Campana's out. I know you guys yes. have two strikers out at the moment also. But that DeAndre Kirk came on. And DeAndre Kerr had a beautiful goal. I don't know if anybody's seen it. If yes. you haven't, go watch beautiful. the recap of the game last week. He mm-hmm. went. He brought it across. Meg some guy. It, it was mm-hmm. just a beautiful goal. And I believe that was his yes. first start of the season, right? That's the first appearance, yep. I want to say, in the season. That is correct, sir. So is, is he correct. going to be the striker from here on out? You know, I to,
2: as Bob Bradley said in his press conference, I think he's going to take it day by day. day I'm sorry, uh, week by week. If he does good this weekend, I mean, I could see him staying there. If he doesn't show up and doesn't do anything, I could see him being subbed out. The reason why Kerr got subbed out last time is because of the fitness issues because he hasn't been consistently getting playing time. So I think he'll be a little bit more there this time. Um, I honestly can can see him scoring again. I really can, but it's just it's a fitness thing right now, and he's young, and we got don't got any other options.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, that, that, I mean that that's a great point right there. Um, yeah, I mean at, so- at this point, you're either bringing that guy in or you're going with the NYCFC steel uh, status and bringing in janitors. <laughs> You
2: know. <laughs> or, or, or we'll bring up an academy
0: player maybe. yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe you get Javanko to come off as a matter of fact uh one of the one of the guys listening alpha has a question uh what has happened to the development academy teams in toronto looks like uh tfc is behind so i mean i
2: i disagree actually i think our academy okay. is is actually doing pretty good it's just we just have handled our academy not that great. Our academy, um, as they come up to be professionals, we have it's not been that great in handling them well because of coaching. But I mean, yeah. our academy has won championships. They're doing really well every year, and I'm I'm actually lo- love our academy. It's just they every time when they come up to Toronto FC, we either playing in the wrong positions or we play them, but they just not. Get, uh buying into what bob or our previous coach has done and then they go on loan and then they come back and then they go to europe or they go somewhere else so mm-hmm. it just depends on each academy player but i i love our academy i think it's
1: going to continue to flourish and deandre Kerr is comes from your academy doesn't he that is correct sir yeah so if he pans out that's another player that gets attributed to your academy because deandre Kerr. From the from the sixty minutes, I got to watch him. He looks like he's a stud. He so. is a stud. I
2: I love the quickness he has. I love his speed, his ball skills, his um his thinking. Every time when he's matching up with with Bernadeschi, I think they they complement each other really well. I'm just really worried about Osario Oz, uh, and and because they're not they're not linking up right now. But if he can continue to link up with Bernadeski, um I think it's gonna be okay.
1: All right, so let's get into the game. We got a game on yep. Saturday, big game for us, but probably bigger game for you because, yes. I mean, you guys got two points, first three games. If you guys lose, I mean, you guys are putting yourself in a big hole, more frustration for Bernadette Ski. So I think it's <laughs> a, a, almost, a, I don't want to say a must-win four games into the season, but I think it's a lot riding on you guys. So let's get into the game. First things first, weather conditions. I know it was cold yeah. as shit last week. And <laughs> my to say it's gonna be even colder this coming yes. Saturday? Have you heard anything about the weather conditions coming into that game?
2: You know, it's just gonna to continue to get bad weather, and I know it snowed as well a couple weeks ago and last week, but it died down though. But I think it's still gonna be cold as shit. I really do think it will be, and they just everyone's got to be ready. Everyone's got to be ready for that.
0: Well, but I'll tell you this much: there's there's two there's one thing in common that Inter Miami has with Toronto. And that's mm-hmm. that Toronto has a goalkeeper named Sean Johnson. And him, <laughs> him, just like us, we're leaving New York to go play in Toronto, finally, on a freaking soccer field. So whether conditions or not, it's actually going to be on a soccer field instead of a baseball field. What a disaster. And Yankee Stadium, that's
1: no. right. Yankee Stadium, that's right. Well, put some respect on Sean Johnson's name. Sean Johnson's a monster. He's awesome. He's he awesome. is a monster,
0: yeah. but like I said, at least like him, we're leaving New York, we're going to Toronto, and we're actually yeah. playing on a damn soccer field, on a yes. pitch. Sorry. Pitch. All right, so so
1: let, let, let's go. If you were trying to, if you were to put on an Inter Miami hat on and you'd say, okay, this is what you guys need to worry about as far mm. as Toronto, what is your strength? What should Inter Miami be worried about when it comes to Toronto FC?
2: Uh, you know, I think they need to worry about uh L- 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 Lorea and Kay. They have not been showing up these these first two games. Uh the third game, they showed up. They were all over the field making great passes. I think Kay and um S- uh was was really great. They complement each other really well. And Kerr and Bernadeski, you got you always have to worry about Bernadesky, but Kerr he scored a goal. He's gonna be looking to get more fitness now, and Bernadeski's pissed. He's pissed, and rightfully so, I think he's going to come out and hopefully set a statement. But you can get past their defense. You can get past their defense for right now until they
1: get yeah, it together. We're going to get some shots off.
2: Yeah, but you always got to worry about Sean Johnson. Sean Johnson is a wall, and if you can get past him, that's that's awesome. But he's, but he's well, probably one of the best goalies in the league.
1: Historically, though, Joseph has had a lot of success against uh, Sean Johnson. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that Joseph can finally put one through today, uh, not today, on Saturday, because Joseph has had success
0: against NYCFC and Sean Johnson between the sticks. And let so. me tell you, not only is that coming, but Bernard Douchebag is also going to be facing. Uh, <laughs> It's going to be facing Drake calendar, our wall. Yeah. So it's going to yeah. be a wrap for him. I mean, I feel like this is going to be a, a, a blasting from Bernard Douchebag. Now he's mm. I think he's gonna score like mm. I think he's gonna have a showing like two goals or something like that.
1: Bernadeschi, Toronto scored four goals so far this season.
0: Bernadeschi has two of them. Exactly. So he's
1: basically half of he's he he's is the carrying
0: author. the team. He he's is.
1: carrying the team, he's carried up he to two whole points. Exactly. He is, and oh. you always gotta look
2: out for him because when he's pissed, he's gonna go on a rampage. He's a great free kick specialist as well, and he knows how to dish the ball really well as well.
1: So if you were trying to make us feel better, why is Miami <laughs> going to win this game? Why why is Miami – like if you were going to put money on the game, why do you, should we put money on the game towards Miami? I'm
0: putting the house in Italy, so if I lose my house, it's on you. And you're finding <laughs> wow. me a house out there. Why is Miami going to win this well, game?
2: Well, good thing I'm not from Toronto, so good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? We're desperate. We're a desperate team. We have a thin bench. We lost one of our best players. We are desperate for for three points, and we're and we're mad, and everyone's frustrated. I would definitely pick Inter-Miami because you guys have been good. You guys are consistent. You've had injuries that have, that have sucked. You know, you're losing your captain as well. But you guys will get some shots on goal because of the history you have with Sean Johnson. And, I mean, you guys, do you guys play really good in cold weather? Are you guys pretty good in cold mm-hmm. weather? No. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, You're a bunch of
1: South Americans. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, but okay. I think yeah, we're
1: not we're not built for that. But, well,
2: I, I, I overall though I would still put in in, in Miami there because we're just desperate. We could crumble at any minute now. And you guys already won two games already. So.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, then so, then so then what's So then what's your prediction Italy? So let's 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 put some numbers on here. Let's do let's it. Go, okay. Let's go with some concrete numbers. Give me a prediction. Okay. And let me know what who you think is going to win and what the score is going to be.
2: Okay. I am really, really think this is going to be a good game. I really do think this is going to be a good game. We have a lot of fire on TFC, and Inter Miami is going to continue their good, they're good ways of what they're doing. I think you guys are going to win 3-2. I really do think you guys are going to win 3-2.
0: You tell wait, you?
1: wait! You think you're gonna wait, You think you gonna put two on Drake Calder? Fuck Canada! Oh damn. oh damn! Oh <laughs> damn! <laughs> you're not putting two on Dre? Come on now! Hey, so, uh, you know what? Three, I think
2: Bernadeschi is
1: gonna get those two goals, though. I really do think he is. Okay, so you think he's coming out for a statement after those comments last week? I mean, I, I, I guess I, I, I really, really do. do.
2: I, I I really do. I mean, he's he's done it before when he's pissed. Next game, he's good. He's done it before last year, and I hope he does it again this
0: year. Well, and Danny, I would, you know, I was going to follow Italy by saying the same thing. I, If I was to come with a prediction, I do think Miami's going to win. They're going to walk away with the dub. Finally yes. getting on a right. soccer pitch. Now, again, I think that Bernard Douchebag is going to land two on the back of the net. There but I go. do think that we're going to win three to two. And I feel I like agree. this... M- I feel like this may be a coming out party for Joseph Martinez. Hopefully he can bang in two goals before halftime. What is so up that with way? That?
2: What is up with
0: that? Yeah. Well what, what, what's going on with it? Well, is I Joseph... think I think what's I think what's <laughs> happening is I think what's happening is, is that the the team was a little a acc- uh, a little accustomed to playing um, I, I I don't know because it seems like Joseph doesn't want to make the cut behind the defense. To be able to get the through balls, I mean, I don't know, Danny, what do you think?
1: We set up all of preseason getting ready to play the four four, two with two strikers up top. Campana and yeah. Joseph were yes. supposed to work off of each other, right? Campana yes. was gonna get some attention, give Joseph some space to run behind. Once Campana went down before the first game of the season, it's kind of like just calling audible. We started playing the four, two, three, one, and it's been really hard to find Joseph down the middle. I don't know why they've had such a hard time finding him. Last week, we finally found him a few times. He had a couple good opportunities against NYCFC. It's the first time he played for a full 90 minutes. So, I mean, I don't know if he's going to be able to do that in 24-degree weather this Saturday, but I am <laughs> more optimistic. I think he's finally starting to get his legs under him. To play a full 90 for the first time, nah. that's a good sign to me. I don't know if he'll play 90 again, I but think I think he's it's gonna a good do sign. It but mm-hmm. it's, it's a good sign, though. It's a positive sign it that is. he's getting his it legs is. under him. He finally had some good opportunities. I wish he would have landed some of them. I think that that he he might get on the board this game and and I think that's what's going on with him though. It's just it's been tough and for some reason we're playing the the ball through the air to him and he's like 5-7. Like yeah, this we guy we're is trying like to get him the ball sort of, and he's challenged. Just, like come <laughs> on, you, you have to find him with some good through balls or something. You can't find him over the top like even though he's got quite a few heading goals but like it's just it's not a, It's not the way to, to find Joseph. So go ahead, Chris. You were going with your prediction.
0: Yeah, I'm, my prediction, like I said, I think it's going to be 3-2, Inter-Miami. They got to stop lobbying. Oh what the
1: hell is wrong with you? You also think that they're going to put two goals on Drake?
0: Yeah, I think that they're going
1: to put Let's, let, let's goals be clear. On Drake. Let's be clear. We've gone three weeks. We played against Philadelphia, the best offense in the league, and we are yet to surrender a goal against an opposing team.
0: The Look, only the goal we way-
1: surrendered was an own goal.
0: And you think that yeah, Bernard but the douchebag, thing as is, you like to call him, is going to put two on us? Listen, the problem here is, is that there's, you know, there's like magic in sports, right? And so what happens is, is Bernard douchebag ends up putting these comments out into the into the world, like that's either going to come back one or two ways. Either he's going to play like complete trash, or he's scoring two goals, right? Well, now there we go. Richard Rich, Richard Greenberg is my guy. <laughs> that
1: is my guy. <laughs> he is a Toronto FC fan, but he said Inter Miami win two zero. Hey, hey, suck on that, him. Chris. Good for him. Good for him. Good for, good you, for, Greenberg. Him.
0: Good for you, Greenberg. You're delusional.
1: Get out of here. Delusional? Why? Again, I don't, I don't, look, nobody has scored on us. Look, and, I'm not and saying Toronto's deficiencies are scoring
0: goals. Well, I don't. opportunity. Yeah, but... Yeah, but you and I spoke about this, and if there's any players that can be able to just blast off from any space in the field, it's yeah. Insigne and Pushback. Very, Very cold. And so well, the, you're talking about the, the cold weather is what has me has has me worried. I will admit that. I mean, so what? What do you think it's gonna be? Like zero zero? Get out of here, Danny. Well, I think it's That's not, not even that a way. good prediction. Oh, of course you think. You're, uh, who's what's the score then, Bobby? I, I didn't predict the win last week.
2: I don't oh, just so, that's well, a Lucas, for you. Well, Lucas says I smell a draw sadly, but he he thinks Toronto don't you know, don't sleep on Toronto. We stink away from a DRV. from well, drive i
1: this is the thing this is the thing about this game. I think it's going to be very telling on where this team is. Last season, we were horrible away from home. A road team, we were horrible. This the way we started this year, I was happy, but I was like, but I need us to play well on the road we didn't win against nycfc but we beat ourselves okay we scored on ourselves nycfc didn't really do much right even though drake had a lot of saves and drake kept us in the game I, i'm not too worried on on toronto scoring on us I, i'm really not i don't think toronto i think that's their deficiency and thus deandre kerr ends up just becoming the man game two i i, I don't see that happening bernardeschi is um, obviously has the potential of scoring. But you know what? I got my money on Drake. I think Bernadeschi is going to be frustrated again. And I see us winning 1-0. I think we're going to pull off. Joseph's going to get his first goal. And then we're going to play Neville Ball. We'll go five in the back. We'll bring in Robert Saylor. We're going to put McVeigh, Saylor, and and Sergi with Negri and Yedlin. Play those five in the back. And we're just going to defend. And we're just going to... Just drag out a 1-0 victory.
0: That sounds disturbing. That sounds (laughs) terrible. That's what that sounds like. It sounds like the most miserable soccer I'm gonna watch for the last 25 minutes of the game.
1: For sure. For sure. It's gonna be boring, but it's gonna be it's gonna be a W. I really see us winning 1-0. And and it'll be wild to go four games without allowing the opposition to score on us. But I really do think it's gonna happen more than anything because like like Italy said Toronto in the last third hasn't looked great they've scored yeah. four goals all year one of them has been yeah. a penalty yeah DeAndre curb Benedeschi, and uh yeah. I think the 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 third person that scored this year was I, I they don't they don't scare me they, they really don't can I uh Richard in the chat you're a TFC fan.
2: Do you know what uh I I last I said you know he he was the academy one of the academy coaches doing something with that. Can you confirm that for me? What uh Sebastian Javinko? Yeah, Jovinko, if you can confirm that, that'd be great. But well, overall,
0: I, yeah, go ahead. You were saying Italy. I I mean
2: I'm I'm only going by my gut, like like we all do, right? We're all going by yeah. our gut and what it, what I think's gonna what what I think is gonna happen. And I could totally see Inter either blowing us away, or it's gonna be a good good game. You guys aren't good in the cold. We have a chip on our on our back to get our first win.
0: We need. We're it not on the road, period. Listen, yeah, and I, we need three points. And and not only that, but like what Lucas mentioned, Sergey was born in a freezer. This guy was this born. Is true. Like, he was born in like one of those avatar containers in the middle of the frozen tundra. So. He is super ready, but that is a comment that I wanted to show, which is Steve Munoz mentioning that the loss with Gregory is going to be felt. So,
1: okay, that's well, why. Now that, now that we brought up the hey, Gregory, we here can't, we go. We can't I was right. Up. Here we go. He was working with the academy. I was right. Yeah, I can't believe okay. Javank was working with their academy, man. I can't. He was such a. That's why I thought he was such a baller. Like, how is this guy not playing? Well, right, he so went to he, he went to, to Asia.
2: Gregory. He went to Asia. You know. He Uh won the AFC Champions League. I think maybe that was it for him. He went to Stampordia, you know, back in Serie A. Maybe that was it.
0: That's wild. He's still young. I can't believe that. Danny, this is crazy, man. You got everybody thinking that we're kissing sisters out here. (laughs) This is is insane. Everybody (laughs) is thinking that we're walking away with a draw. Like, what's going on here?
1: Look, let's be clear. Everybody thought we were going to lose to Philly. Everybody Mm -hmm. thought we were going to wipe the floor with NYCFC. So everybody Mm -hmm. seems to be wrong. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'm I'm not saying that I'm right because I also got last week's wrong. But I'm just saying, like, just because everybody thinks one way doesn't mean that that's what's going to happen. Now, I do understand that Gregory's loss is huge. It it is huge. And that does worry me a little bit. Right. But again, it's because it's Toronto is why I'm not too worried. If it would have been Philadelphia that we're playing against. Okay. Yeah, we're probably taking the L. But I'm I'm not too worried about Toronto. Uh now that we have now we're on the subject, Chris. What is our lineup gonna look like on Sunday? I'm
0: sorry, Saturday. Listen, on Saturday, like I it's like we talked about earlier in the week, right? Mm-hmm. I really think that Mota is gonna move back, uh, and he's gonna play more of a CDM role. And I think that mm-hmm. this is gonna be just like just like what, uh, what I, I think it was—I think it was Steve Munoz that mentioned it—that uh, that this is going to be a coming out party for Duke. Okay, so you think Duke gets to start? Oh because no, that I'm was Lucas. Start. That was Lucas that mentioned that he—that he smells a Duke masterclass performance if he starts. So, I I totally agree with Duke starting. I mean, the only other thing that I could see happening is that Taylor starts.
1: Well, mm. I, think I think there's a chance that because Gregory's gone, Mota moves back. I think there's a chance that Taylor takes Mota's or Gregory's spot technically in the starting lineup, right? Even though Mota's going to be playing the six. yeah. And I really do believe that there's a really good chance just because I saw Bryce Duke come in so early last game that Bryce Duke will play the 10 and that Stefanelli will come off the bench. I have a feeling that that might happen. I have my fingers crossed that it will happen because Stefanelli is just a cardio machine. Like he just goes, runs up He's and just down the, the guy. field He's just and he, the and guy. he really makes no difference. And, and Italy's going to see this guy that's just randomly running around, but not making any <laughs> impact on the game at all. And you, you'll spot him. Cause you'll be like, Oh, who the hell was that guy? I hadn't seen him before. Right, right, right. And it, that's Stefanelli. And, but so I, I really hope that Duke comes in and, and, you know, and that's, that's just my hope. So, We're coming to a close, so if anybody has any questions for Italy, Jack, ask them now before we go. Um, So, yeah. So, oh, there we got one right now.
0: Well, Lucas is asking, how big is the Italy fan presence in Toronto? Now, me just geographically thinking about it, I mean, there's a, a bunch of people that are French, you know, in Canada. I mean, Toronto's more of a city-ish. It's not out in the West Coast. It's on the East Side. So maybe there is a prevalent sort of Italian fan base. So uh, how, how big is the presence there? I think I'm only
2: going by what I see in all my friends that live in uh, Toronto as well and that live in Canada because they are Italian as well. I think it's pretty big there. I mean, little Little Italy. It's yeah. huge. it's one of the best places not only to live if you're Italian in Toronto, there the privacy that Bonendeschi and S and, and Javinko have said over the years that they feel at home. they don't you know not a lot of Italians or any anyone there like give them give them a hard time for like autographs or pictures that it's very comfortable. It's a big presence there. And there is a difference between, you know, Canadian Italians and, you know, uh, uh, Italian Americans. And I think I like Toronto FC's community a lot because it's, it's a foundation and the food and everything. I think the Italian culture there it, is amazing and
1: it's just only going to get better.
2: Well, Richard I mean, Greenberg
1: I... gave a great analogy. Yes. Yes. He, he said, Italians in Toronto are like Cubans in Miami. That paints a very vivid picture. That paints a very vivid picture.
0: Well, and I'll tell you this much. Now I know why Italy was talking about Serie A and why Toronto is out in Italy just sort of picking cherries out of (laughs) of Italian players because, I mean, what are you going to do? All right? I mean, if you're going to win your your local fan base over, you might as well hop on a plane and get over to Italy and just take everybody you can. Look, if there was
1: a, a a Cuban player that all of a sudden blew up, I promise you Inter Miami might look into getting them because that stadium would be rocking for a Cuban American.
2: Yeah. I I Also, I wanted to see what – so what what formation do you guys think you you guys are going to do against us?
1: Well, I I saw somebody put up here, Alpha put up, that he's wondering if it's going to be the 4-1-3-2. I don't think we're going to go two strikers. I'd be surprised. uh, I, I think we go with the same formation we've been going. I think it's a, a 4 2 three, one. I think uh, Mota and then Robert Taylor drop back there, but, but Taylor, yeah. we play more of the eight role, dropping a little further back. Um, and we're going to have Pizarro out on the wing. If, let's say hypothetically, let's say Stefanelli still uh, starts, I think they might start Stefanelli out in the wing and they might be put Pizarro at the 10.
0: Mm. Yes, I, I do that, agree with that. that. Mm. I do agree with that move better than Stefanelli at this point. Yes, yeah, so I like Stefanelli I am, hasn't. Stefan, what has Stefanelli done?
1: But like, Ste- what Stefanelli he, brings speed. He's like a. He's like a. He's like another Lassiter, right? Because you think of Lassiter, he brings that energy. He's going to get the ball up. He's going to be dangerous. Um, and, and okay, Solana said a five-three-two.
0: I okay, I could see so that, that too 10, because I can. I can see that. I, I could see that because that is more Phil Neville style. Bring everybody in, make that fence solid, right? But then it's like, oh, we're just going to be playing defense all game. Like, come on, <laughs> man. Like, come on, man. I, Get out of here. I just man. saw
1: this comment by by Steve Munoz, and I think that that is a great comparison. Stefanella yes. is Vasilev <laughs> on steroids. I could definitely see that. Vasilev was booty cheeks. And Stefanelli is trending that way just with a lot more speed uh, listen <laughs> and, and
0: and Lucas is telling me I need to chill out maybe I'm going a little too Coco Jean on Stefanelli so I'll, I'll put hey, the brakes on I'll put the brakes on you're entitled to
2: your own opinion that's totally yeah. fine <laughs> I think we're gonna I think we're gonna do a four three3 uh we've been okay. doing a four two three one before uh, we did that mm-hmm. a lot last year, but this year, I think we're I, sorry. This game, I think we're going to do the same thing we did last game. Kerr's is going to start, and everyone else That's is going to be. Yes, and I think everything is just going to be the same. Bernadeschi on that right, Osario on that left. Uh, S- 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 Servinha is going to be on the left mid in the middle. I think it's going to be Bradley. Um, and then I think that back four, Lorea, you know, it, he's doing good, but let's see what happens. K is going to be there in the middle I, as I think, well. I
1: think What's that's up? what kills you guys though. Because when you imagine uh, a front three of Bernadeschi on the right, you have mm-hmm. Kerr, which is looking so far good in the middle yeah. as a striker, and then on the left, Insignia, that would be lethal if you could have had those three. But that yeah, injury that's completely killed you. And and it seems like you guys have been toying with the lineup since that happened. And exactly. it hasn't exactly. We yet. have. We have. And that's why uh,
2: Ozario is up there on the left. He's meant to be in that midfield role. And now, you know, you got Sean, yes, Sean Johnson, which I'm not worried about, but that defense is now a back four. So I, I liked it when we were in a back three, but now it's a back four. I don't know how um, uh, Richard thinks about that, but we'll see what happens. That's what I think is going to happen, though.
0: Well, and I see here uh, Steve Munoz just bringing up a golden point that Brenna douchebag is going to go up against Negri. (laughs) And that guy, if you've seen him, he is the punisher in its human form.
1: Negri goes up to help offensively a lot up that left flank. And he's been saved because Gregory drops back and fills that void when he's up there. With no Gregory, we're going to have to count on Mota having his head on right and helping a lot more defensively. So that's why I lean towards Daniel Solana's five in the back, uh a formation because it's going to be a lot harder to play with Negri and Yedlin contributing in the offense if we only have two back there and Mota you know you know Mota gets excited to run up and take his midfield shot so it, it definitely is going to be interesting to see how that
0: works I guess we're I guess we're getting ready for a sister kissing fiesta this, yes. I'm not, not sure weekend. what that, that means man. what does that even I, mean You know how how everybody says when you it's when you tie it's like a brother and sister kissing. No, I've never heard that. You never heard that? Oh you're a wild bro. Listen, if any all of you guys in the chat, when you guys hear about ties, please tell me that I'm not a, a crazy person here when I say that there is a saying where a brother and sister that kiss is like a tie. That's like a legitimate saying in this world the, for like hundreds of The chat of years. has
1: gone silent.
0: The chat has gone no, silent. Anybody man. on audio. Listen, dude, dude you should just clip.
1: Honestly,
2: you should just oh clip me and Daniel's God. faces right now. You should just clip <laughs> that.
0: You know what? You guys... <laughs> What? it's okay oh it's okay yes. everybody's just sending shots on what, you know is, what? Get what out the out alabama
1: here, type reference look at this there are people laughing at you what is this where did you come up with this nonsense chris roll tide. you mentioned it go. earlier you mentioned it earlier you know what you know what bypassed it because i was like i don't know what he's talking about no. but i'm not even gonna give it any time but this is just Listen, ridiculous. Like I don't know what the hell you are talking about. All of about you right guys,
0: now. all of you guys that are against me right now. All of you. Oh I oh Calypso, what are you doing to me, sir?
1: He says he Calypso says he has heard of that before. Oh I'm But well, but I, very, but gonna I think I think Calypso might be from Middle America. So oh, that makes no. more sense.
2: Get out of here. Oh, wow. get out of here. <laughs> wow.
0: You're wrong. That is a popular saying. I'm going to Google it later, and I'm going to oh, show Steve's, you. Oh,
2: Steve, you see Steves.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, oh my god! So see
1: this comment. You have to watch Your the YouTube video. Awesome. I'm not going to repeat this for the audio.
2: And Richard too. Look at that. <laughs> Look at it, Chris. You're, you're just
1: getting killed now. This is just it's ridiculous. I've never heard oh such a thing. God. And um and this is just another reason as to why I think um, Ties and MLS should be done away with. No draws. That's that's something that I'm gonna die by. Well, that's no what everybody
0: draws. wants, apparently.
1: Yeah, apparently,
2: yeah. apparently.
1: All right, uh, Chris, are you gonna ask your favorite picture uh, question before we sign out? Because it's kind of your thing now. People people like when you asked it.
0: Uh, all right, yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm done I'm done getting cooked, Steve. I, I've been I was okay. cooking earlier, and now I guess it was my turn to get cooked. But now it's time to cook up oh. this toast and the steak so you need to make some selections here italy you need to tell me which of the steaks you're picking and which of the toast you're picking
2: okay um no add-ons just toast and steak correct
0: just the steak and the toast all right what's what's italy's preference out of these options
2: well you all are gonna be shocked with this I have stomach issues. So one, two, three, and four are definitely out for me. I have to do five. Oh, you got to eat the Only thing, only the thing rubber, I can tolerate. Only thing I can tolerate. Only thing I can tolerate. But, but. Just don't eat it then. Don't eat hold it. Hold on. Hold on. But I love a good number six. I love me some six. I love burnt. I love burnt. No, what? That isn't burnt. Those so are ashes. Burnt. Hey, man. Let so you're go. going with
0: six on the toast.
2: There you go. <laughs> what? The hell? Yo, it, it, Italy. Wow. Hey man. Mind, Mind blown.
1: I'm I'm built what? different. You, I'm you built are different. different. If, if sure. you can bite through number six, you are deaf. Your dental work is built different for sure. I got these choppers, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
2: <laughs>
1: Richard Greenberg coming out strong for those Toronto fans, four and three that's more Jesus like it that, that that five and six wow I'm, I'm not gonna lie chris i'm pretty sure we're never gonna get somebody to answer those two like that again
0: never no that's gonna the be a market. first and probably a last yes
1: <laughs>
2: so my man it italy acquired was a quiet place yeah hey man i got I, like i said it, i'm
1: built different stomach issues
2: we'll see what happens man
1: <laughs> <laughs> go ahead look solana is comparing you to luis suarez right there with with your choppers
2: oh man that's a bad one to be related to
1: but <laughs> well good for all right. him. good for him so well so just to sum it up uh yes. Italy said three-2 Miami win Chris yes. said three-2 Miami win I say one0 Miami win but regardless mm-hmm. all three of us agree Miami should come out with three points which is all that really matters We don't Agreed. care how the pudding is made as long Agreed. as it tastes good and three-0 that's all we care about I'm sorry mm-hmm. uh, three points is all we care about yes. Thank you Italy for joining us let the people know where they can catch you on a weekly basis right yes I do um I do nine to 15 shows a week soccer
2: uh soccer content and uh, football content uh, I'm on let's talk sports the NR hour and I have all my New York Jets um podcasts i do as well growing every single day can't wait for mls season to continue to grow and i can't wait for the jet season as well but admittedly jet on all social media
0: platforms that's me guys anything else for the people chris no man it was a pleasure i know that you've been italy you were on a a couple of other podcasts with danny yeah and, and manny so i was able to catch those from a viewer's perspective and uh and it, it was definitely fun from from the view and and experiencing it now it was awesome to have you on the show uh a lot of fun a lot more knowledge than i knew before about toronto um so it was definitely a pleasure man I shout guess. out to it, richard it greenberg also because richard greenberg also brought the knowledge about toronto so yeah yeah Shout out to
1: rich, Richard great. Greenberg for, for tuning in Agreed. great thank I, you rich well, Italy thank you again for joining just behind the scenes real quick Italy and I have done a podcast together. I also do a New York Jets podcast. Just sure. so you know, as soon as you mentioned Jets, I saw like the number of viewers started like dropping. And as I said Jets, it just dropped another one. So that's why I never bring up the Jets on this podcast. Oh, but my bad. It is bad. what it is. My bad. It, all good. No, no, no. But the Dolphins. I don't care. Right. Oh, there you go. Thank you guys for listening all the way to the end. Uh, we appreciate you. And hopefully we get this W on Saturday and we'll catch you again. Actually, This coming week, we're going to have a special Sunday episode because Chris lives this millionaire lifestyle where he's going to go on vacation for a week and a half out on a cruise in the middle of the Mediterranean or something. So (laughs) we will be coming at you on Sunday at nine o'clock instead of Mondays like we usually do. And next week on Wednesday with the Chicago uh, podcaster. So thank you, guys. This guy just killed me. Vamos, Mike White. Look at this guy. All right. Thank you, guys. And we will catch you guys next week. Have a good one.
2: Got